No Gods, No Monsters contains spoilers, profanity, and substance use. It's strange to have made something that hates you. that thing happen where like you're talking about something like with your friend or by yourself or whatever and then suddenly you're getting ads for it yeah uh not a fan kind of weird <laughs> you don't kind like of... you don't like curated content no um especially because the things i talk about like i could get arrested for that appearing on my phone <laughs> uh do you have any not like not those ones but do you have any like moments of that that you that you recall God, i'm trying to remember there was something my brother was talking we were talking at dinner about something like uh medicine or something and then like later that night he texted me like oh my god i just got an ad for exactly yeah. what we were just talking about yeah i not that interesting without specific details, but I feel like uh, it happens a lot, like to everybody. Yeah. And we're all like in this weird Well, you know, there's a lot of ads and there's a lot of but there's times where it's just like, come on. It's just too much. Yeah. Um listeners to the show might remember on uh the Dune episode, I can't remember which one, I said something about how I've been reading Delusing Guitar, so I've been thinking about flows lately. And you were like, Oh, flow from progressive? And I was like, what? And you like explained flow from progressive for me because I hadn't remembered it. And still, since the next day and still, my Twitter ads are flow from progressive. It's unreal. <laughs> That's, uh, well, you're welcome because, uh, you know, flow's not that bad looking. It, it could be like uh, Elon Musk ads or something like that. Uh, um, it's true. Yeah, that... I, so, since I talk about it, oh shit, we do t talk about Elon Musk all the time, but we never say the T word. Uh, uh, boring, boring, <laughs> dude. If rabbit's if, phone, boring company. If people got ads for every time that they said Elon Musk and boring together for the boring company, it would be like the most popular ad. I don't think the boring company has any ads. <laughs> what? You don't think they're just like reaching out to randos on Twitter? <laughs> like, if you like shit posting, you love digging tunnel tunnels under Las Vegas. <laughs> Um, All right. Uh, sorry, I was looking through my text history with my brother to find what I what I was talking about. Um, yeah, so he sent me this picture on Instagram where it's an ad for um, "Want to Read Faster?" A wordscape game. This is the most relaxing game ever. I do this one to two hours a day, and it makes my brain sharper. And um, and he says, since I haven't Googled anything on my phone about reading faster in a while, this is one of many examples of proof that the phone slash internet reads text and listens to conversations. And he said, Chrissy and I talk about shit all the time that we don't Google, but then appears in advertisements. It's like, yep. That's yeah, everybody everybody knows it. And like, and it's it's just kind of crazy that we're just okay with it. Like, I mean, what yeah. are we going to do? But um... yeah. But yeah, so that was, I guess, we, were, we had been talking about like uh, – uh, programs like help you read faster and then he got one for 
yeah, a game that helps you read faster, which is seems like so much kind of more obscure and weirder than just yeah. saying, talking about Teslas and getting yeah. an ad for Teslas. Oh, or you something. said it, motherfucker! Like, ah! <laughs> oh, um, I just want algorithm. I want you to know, I already own three Teslas, so don't need to bother me with that, <laughs> dude. They love selling you shit that you already have. They're like that's why oh, I have three like Teslas. This, you like this wallet? <laughs> that's why you, <laughs> you you must must want all these wallets. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I only started with one Tesla, and then it kept getting ads for Tesla. I was like, oh man, that does sound pretty cool. So so as you know, I did not buy animal products for like five years. Like I abstained from purchasing animal products for a long time, and then. Uh, and through that time, I was like vegan sometimes, uh, vegetarian first, like freegan for part of it, but. I stopped being any of those things and my partner and I were driving and I was like, I just want something shitty. And then Ira pointed to a McDonald's and was like, let's just fucking do it. Cause I hadn't had McDonald's in like 10 years. And this was a while ago, uh, this story. And then, so we drove through the drive-thru, we paid with cash. We never said McDonald's. We never said Big Mac. We never said any of the things. And I started getting McDonald's ads the next day. It's fucking so hard. Like, I don't even know what they're doing. The fucking uh, location uh, detected you going through the drive-thru and, like... Which, I am I was a super, like, I was paranoid as fuck, so I had that turned off. But obviously, it's not turned off when you have it turned off. Yeah. Um, the only reason I bring this up is because this movie's real. Welcome to No Gods, No <laughs> Monsters. This is the anti-capitalist kaiju giant monster movie podcast and just monster movie podcast in a world where no one's coming to save us. I'm Rabbit, here with Charlie. I fucking hope you look like Charlie. And today we're talking about 2015's Weak. Ex Machina. Let me peel this down right here. <laughs> That's the sound they make. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Charlie, what's this movie about, dude? A, cro- a programmer for the biggest search engine in the world, Blue Book, wins the most bootlicking prize imaginable. A week with the company's founder and CEO, Nathan. Ew, fucking gross. I hate the taste of boot. Boo. Uh, but Caleb likes it, and, you know, different tastes is what makes life fun. Nathan lives on a huge plot of beautiful secluded land that is accessed by helicopter. His home is a research facility, and here he has been creating an artificial intelligence. Turns out that this isn't just a fun week-long getaway of funsies with the boss, but in fact a week-long getaway of tearing testing the hot-ass AI Ava. As the test commences, Caleb and Ava begin falling for each other while Ava is passing her Turing test like me passing a Twin Peaks test. Meanwhile, Nathan is revealing more and more to Caleb how much of a total shitbag he is. What? The CEO is a horrible, reprehensible, narcissist piece of shit? How creative, Alex Garland. (laughs) After realizing that Nathan plans to reformat Ava's memory, effectively killing her, Kayla comes up with an escape plan for for him and Ava. Ava, however, decides to get the fuck out of there on her own, leaving a dead tech bro CEO, a net positive, and a doomed Caleb, which is sad and made me sad. However, Ava can... Make that up for me by going on a CEO killing rampage. Do I hear an ex machina deuce? If only Nathan had realized that the biggest flaw in programming AI is the AI's ability to hate its creator, like how I hate God and will stab him. <laughs> also, imagine I had a Haley Joel Osment AI joke in there somewhere. It's ex machina, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
I've never seen AI, but Neither I imagine I. I could have put a joke in there somewhere. Oh, dude, that would have been fucking funny. Yeah, uh, you want to record this next week so we can so I can do that? No, I think we all got it. Okay. Okay, quick. How many peaks are there in the in the show? Dose. Hell yeah. You aced it. <laughs> Unless you want to be like the uh the uh Hooters restaurant called Twin Peaks in which case they're talking about breasts and I mean, technically there's a lot of breasts cuz there's a lot of women in the show. You know that's not what I was talking about and you lose credit for even <laughs> thinking that. Uh, so Charlie, oh yeah, I, I, I want to be clear. By the way, the Twin Peaks test was a test about the show and movies. Twin Peaks, not about the Hooters S restaurant, which I do not support. Yeah, I know. We okay, all. I just want to okay. make it clear. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, Charlie, this was your first time seeing this movie. What did you think of it? Uh, that ending made me sad. I, I, <laughs> Why, why, why she gotta do Caleb dirty like that? Um, uh, so I'm gonna give it zero computers. Um, no, I really, I, I liked it. It was, it was fun. It was, it was a really enjoyable experience. Um, uh, constantly questioning things. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. It was really well done. It was, uh, really great uh investigation of ai um you know what uh what makes us human what uh, uh as well as observing a tech bro's desire to control and what he would like to control and i don't know it was it was good it's good i liked it hell yeah i'm fucking uh, glad you liked it and paranoia is good um uh, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> did you uh, like it? Yeah, I'm assuming I, you didn't. I fucking love this movie. Um, oh. I've probably seen it like ten times now. I feel like this is one of my most watched movies of all time. Uh, I I don't know why. It just feels like almost a perfect movie to me. It's I really like how self-contained it is. Like it all takes place in this yeah. tiny room and the only or this tiny house and the only time that you're outside of the island is the very intro which is like a less than one minute silent sequence you know mm-hmm. um and then i don't know from there it just feels like well, it's just interesting that it can do so many big concepts well with like not a ton of dialogue and not a ton of different locations i don't know there's something about it i just fucking love it also uh the very end for like Oh, you're right. Five seconds. Totally. Also silent. Yeah. For sure. Um, Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the times that I've watched this movie has been like friends and I were having a debate about like whether if artificial intelligence got good enough, we'd have to like stand on their side or not. And I've just been Mm -hmm. like, okay, let's watch this movie instead of fighting (laughs) this. Um, Because I I feel like it does a really awesome job of of talking about all the things you said, you know. but not in a way of like, like, I feel like when you talk about it, it sounds almost like we're talking about like waking life or something, not to shit on waking life, but like, it's not that where it's like, look at all these cool concepts I've handing you. Like it does it through a really sick narrative. That's actually really gripping and interesting. With yeah. Super good acting. Yeah. Um, and I'm still left wondering exactly where I stand and, uh, right. Like how to 
how to look at AI. Um, totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and I've never seen Waking Life, uh, by the way. I mean, it, you've seen other Richard Linklater movies, or like I was gonna say, that's Richard Linklater, right? I've, yeah. I've only seen a few of them. Have you but, seen uh, Slacker? I Yes, but I was really high on um, a really hard drug. Um, For sure. Which is not the best drug to watch movies on, so I feel like I need to rewatch it since then. It's kind of um, like Slacker, though, in that it's like not one narrative. It's kind of just a bunch of scenes. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I love. I fucking love Richard Linklater. I, di- I didn't mean to shit on that. I just mean, yeah, it's... It's not like a, oh, this is a philosophy movie, but it does a really mm. good job of presenting concepts through the narrative and through dialogue. Um, and it's fucking vicious. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll never yeah. I'll never not love Nathan going fucking unreal as he's dying. I miss that. <laughs> that's that's his only line I... as he's fucking dying. He goes, fucking unreal. <laughs> uh, when I was rewatching earlier, I was working on my synopsis while I was rewatching it and I guess I missed that that little part. Um for sure. <laughs> and I don't remember that from my first time watching it. Well, <sighs> let's dive right into the fucking meat of this shit. So yeah, oh. I mean at the end of this yeah, movie I mean, Yeah, I forgot you eat animal product now, so we we can dive into this. Yeah, we can do that. In the meat of this. Uh at the end of this movie, do you side with anyone in particular? I'm assuming Caleb. Yeah, I mean which is also why the reason why I can't fully side with Ava is because yeah. I just feel so bad for for Caleb. I guess like that is like there is some logic to that just because um, she is ultimately protecting herself. So like uh, you know, no matter what, she's going to be safer if nobody knows about her secret. So that is yeah. a means of pr- protecting herself. But it's hard because Caleb, you know. He, he was he was a good guy from everything we saw like he for sure um so i it feels sad to see him uh, get done like that it's definitely sad i feel like if i think about her perspective the only interaction with a human being she's ever had is a manipulative guy who's always lying to her and so like mm-hmm. God, only knowing Caleb for a week and then your whole life is at stake. I could totally see just like, you don't know if he's actually a good yeah. guy, you know? Um, yeah. But also like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's this weird yeah. thing where I definitely feel terrible for Caleb, but I'm so stoked that she escapes and is stabbing mm-hmm. Nathan and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then that lack of like her seeming to care about Caleb makes you question like the AI itself, I guess. Uh, and there is that moment in the elevator where her eyes start over to him right before it closes. That to me is like the moment where it shows mm-hmm. she does. There's something she's not so stone cold that she's just going about it. The last second, she has like a second looking at him of regret maybe or something. Um, I don't know, but interesting part of the whole thing right like in in all these in every movie we're trying that we talk about we're trying to figure out what they're thinking but this time it's not a human Mm. and so it makes it so much messier (laughs) because now we're like are they thinking (laughs) like yeah um so before watching this movie do you have like how do you feel about robots oh man um 
that one Nintendo robot Rob is pretty cool. Uh, but the one that um, Rocky gets in Rocky Four is cool. All right, uh, all right. Damn, seeming pretty uh, pro robot so far. RoboCop, um, n- not cool in some aspects but cool in other aspects okay what about uh, outside of fiction oh who cares about that oh man those uh robot dogs and you remember that video of the robot dog going the people were like yelling out the window like we love you we love oh, you I never robot saw that. dog and it's like a cop dog oh you don't remember that no I'm not, I, I can't remember something i've never seen okay it was it was very sad because yeah. it's a fucking cop and they're like we love you because you're a robot dog and it's like no it's a cop robot dog, dude. That was it's... one of the Black Mirror episodes that was just like it's just already like here. It's fucking crazy. Um, I've only seen the the pig fucking episode and that's already here too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but for real, do you have any like what do you what do you really think about Ro? Like, are you? Worried about robots? Do you not care about robots? Are you... Wait, where are you at? Man, I guess I'm more on the not care. Like, if... If we were in a better stance and not so crushed by capitalism, robots could be so awesome to humanity and life. Um, but... I just how it is. I think robots companies are just going to use robots to squeeze workers um, and hurt workers basically, and not help them like robots could be used for. Yeah, but it's just going to be used to to you know lay off people and say, oh, we don't need your labor. And then the people that, who do get to keep their jobs are like, well, uh, we don't need to pay you as much, and we don't need to give you as many benefits because there's going to be other people. Uh, plenty willing to take your job and i feel like it's just gonna be really bad for society and all totally Um, yeah yeah. i i fully agree i mean we don't have many right now but there's like and it's it's hard to know what's between a robot and just like a remote control device or like a computer like you know self-checkout aren't robots but like the security Mm -hmm. bots that go around now certain like parks and shit are yeah and i guess and then like i mean my general mentality at this stage of where we're at is like if you can destroy a robot you've done a good thing because of yeah like you said capitalism like yeah every robot i see gets fucking the crusher oh yeah totally like i i don't even worry about the law i just smash him with a baseball bat i have a a human Mm. bat and i have a robot bat as you know and i put him on my back like uh gerald of rivia um I didn't say every robot. I said every Roomba. Oh, I. <laughs> me too. That's what I meant too. Um, I had a Roomba eat a nine foot uh, uh, headphone cord one oh. time, and I struggled with it, bro. I had to wrestle it out like I was in the movie Anaconda. <laughs> yeah. So I. You're bringing you're uh you're poking scars right now. Um, I had a Roomba eat my son once. You don't see me crying about it yeah well i loved my headphones so i loved my son oh okay uh i guess what i'm trying to get at is i named him carol <laughs> i think we should destroy every robot because they're fucked and it's yeah it's no good it's no good right now uh, yeah but part of the reason i want to destroy them all is because i don't want them to get 
to the point where I have to worry about if they're actually like kind of alive now. Like, yeah. I really don't want to get there, dude. I don't want to have to have <laughs> arguments and worry and be up at night about whether I need to like join them in their in, in solidarity. <laughs> like, oh God, dude. Yeah. Let's just avoid that problem altogether by uh, not doing it. <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah. I agree. That's why we've always been an anti-science podcast here at No God So Monsters. Uh If you get vaccinated, you're a cuck. Just want to remind everyone. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) So this is one of the reasons that this is an intriguing movie to me because I just, like, based on this situation, I I don't, if I'm not thinking about it at all, I just, obviously it's portrayed by a human and stuff, but I, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't. Like, she she passes the Turing test. Like, they're telling me she's a yeah. robot. But I'm like, escape! You know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, also, as they say in the movie, he asks, like, how is it a Turing test if you tell me it's an AI and I can see that she's a robot? Um, and he's like, well, it's the better test is to show you that and still convince you that she's human. Um, so Which is a kind great of what it's, it's, fucking line. It's kind of what it's doing with us. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Very Blade Runner, too, of like, yeah, we know they're robots, they're taking Turing tests, but, you know, they're the heroes in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. AI's fucking trippy, like, I don't know, it just brings up these choice, these ideas of, like, I don't know, it's hard to, like, dive because it's like, they did it for us, like, are we programmed? I don't fucking know, kind of. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, ugh, ah, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, it also kind of, I know I've talked about Solaris before on here, um, the book by Stanislaw Lem, um, uh, and the movie adaptation by Tarkovsky, uh, where the point of the book is that we can never really have an understanding with an alien, no matter what, because everything about it is alien to us, that we can never know how it feels, what its intentions are, or anything like that, even if it's, uh, even if it portrays itself exactly as, yeah, like what we want, we can still never truly have any kind of understanding. Um, I think a, like I totally agree, and I think that that's definitely also true of you know a programmed thing because it's made up totally different than us. Mm-hmm. But I also think, just on another note that that's true of humans too. Like we're never, no matter oh, yeah. how close. My yeah. reading of, I don't know if it's correct or not, but my reading of Tarkovsky's movie is that he makes it that same thing with humans. Yeah. Um, because it's more about the, uh, the main character, his like dead wife is, uh, who committed suicide is kind of like portrayed. The alien like creates, uh, creations based on your memories or whatever. So it's, he's like, wrestling with his this he's having a connection with his dead wife that's based on his memory so that's his portrayal of her and not actually her right for sure oh well it's a trip um i feel like one of the ways that this movie kind of makes us see the similarities or like draws these ideas out is um like all the parallels between Caleb and Ava throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, like, if I say that, does anything jump up and jump out at you? 
Well, the first thing that jumped up to me was uh, the no parents. So that I guess she considers Nathan kind of like a father. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, they both live in um, small rooms. Uh, yeah, they, they're, uh, they're in a in like prison cells. Like he can't get out. Yeah, when the power's out for sure. Um, they both. Uh, both, I guess, kind of solid. He he seems kind of like more of a solitary type of person. I guess uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm I think, sure I could po- think positionally, they also kind of end up taking each other's roles. Like you know, he keeps asking. He thinks that she's kind of learning from him and re- kind of using what he's saying back at her. Mm-hmm. But without knowing it, he does the same thing. Like. He asks her her history, and she says, like, uh, like where she's from, how old she is, something else. I, I forget the order. And then she puts him on the spot, and he has to say where he's, like, his history, and he follows the same sequence as her. Like, he's, like, mm-hmm. figuring out from her. And it's this thing where, you know, the whole time we think that, he's or he thinks he's interrogating her but she's also trying to learn about him right yeah um one of the the uh, big things that jumps out at me about that is that at the end it says ava session seven um when she's just like you know it keeps saying the sessions when they sit down to talk but then when she breaks out and traps him right before that it says ava session seven suggesting that these were her sessions the whole time i think i was looking away again at that time when i was rewatching it uh, because i don't remember that that's uh that's really that's neat that's cool but um trip yeah and then with the her interrogating him it's it brings into question is she actually interested in him? Does she does she like him and wants to know more about him? Or is she just trying to figure out ways that, that would help her manipulate him? Right. Yeah, it's... Uh, and it, it's... You, you can never know. And it's mm-hmm. almost the same with him or with anybody. Like, is he, like, actually interested in her? Or is he trying to do a good job at this thing? And, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, uh, it's a trip. One of the things that really jumped out at me as parallels between them is at the end, he's fucking losing his mind and he tries to cut himself open, right? So he's yeah. wondering if he's fucking I, AI. I know. At that point, I was like, I don't think he's going to be AI, but the entire time in my head, I was like, it's a definite, definite possibility oh. that he turns out to be uh ai but that was like well i guess not <laughs> interesting yeah it didn't even occur to me i just thought he was losing his mind but that's a good point like yeah because at this point how do we fucking know um mm-hmm. and also at the end where is he he's trapped behind glass just like she started yeah. so yeah. fucking heavy um one of the lines that i think pointed out their position in an interesting way was uh when she's asking if nathan's gonna like kill her and Caleb's like, it's not up to me. And she says, why is it up to anyone? Do you have yeah. people who test you and might switch you off? And he says, no, but that's not true. Like, we all have people who test us and will turn us off. Like, that's what the yeah. fucking law is. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
if you don't fucking fit into these normal like settings if you you get tested to see if your brain is normal or if you're insane and if you're insane they'll fucking put you in a room you know you get tested on if you can do all the cultural norms or if you're a quote-unquote criminal you'll get fucking killed like yeah or if you can uh you know make money and uh yeah pay rent and if you're not then you're fucked (laughs) totally totally yeah so and i feel like he didn't he didn't realize his own position but um Mm -hmm. he also i guess just occurring to me now did have someone who test her and him and might switch him off which be her presumably yeah, she failed some kind of test. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that brought up a lot of interesting questions about ava and stuff that i think we'll get to a little later but i want to jump to like big tech in general um love it <laughs> blue book is a weird name for this to me i uh so I, I'm familiar with Project Blue Book, which is like the name of the the like government's like UFO research division or something like that. There's also um, Blue Book, which is like what you use to look at the value of your car. Like of, you yeah, that's right. I didn't think of that one. And I didn't think of yours. So it's interesting that there's so many. I mean, clearly it's <laughs> a play on Facebook. Yeah. But also weird because it's a search engine, not a social media site. Yeah. Just a side note. Kind of weird. Um, yeah, because I mean, ultimately, it seems like it's it's Google for the most part. Um, but yeah. then, yeah, the name is uh, more Facebook. Name. Totally. Well, yeah. Um, what do you think of Nathan, dude? Uh, that's um, I liked him, but he was more likable when he was uh, in control of a sand planet. Um, <laughs> Dude, uh, he and the main guy in this, Donald Gleason, are both in the new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, but, shit. Uh, but he's a good guy, and Donald is a bad guy, which is a kind of funny yeah. switch. There's a new trilogy coming out? No, like the newest trilogy. The sequel trilogy. Uh, oh, the one that's already out. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, you, if you had a PlayStation 5, I could give you... The new Lego Star Wars, but... If I, I had a uh, PlayStation 5, I would not be playing Lego Star Wars, but I appreciate it. Why not? <laughs> There's so many games I want to play on that, and they're not I Lego know. Star Wars. Um, I got a... I ordered the Lego Star Wars, because it was like 30% off, plus all my other discounts on top of that, plus I got $15 off if I got to $90, and they sent me two of them. Nice. And so I'm just like, well... Gotta I wait don't want to re- one other person on the planet has a PS5. <laughs> I know, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we should uh, stop and note that uh, he does fucking phenomenal in this movie, I think. I feel like all mm-hmm. the acting in this movie is really good. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I meant to ask that uh, Donald Gleason is that what he said his yeah. name is? What else is he in besides uh, Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, he's a little bit in the later Harry Potter movies. Um, I don't really know a lot that he's been in. He's a British actor. Um, Gross. But yeah, I can't, I can't think of a lot. Um, he's one of the Weasley brothers. Oh, Ron. Yeah, he's, he's Ron. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, 
I mean, there was only really four actors in this movie, but yeah, they were all good. Um, but Oscar Isaac, he's a he's a good actor. Um, yeah, dude, he always kills it. I'm not that familiar with him, but I feel like everything I've seen him in, he's been he's been great. And yeah, he's so good at this uh, piece of shit, um, dude, bro, yeah. CEO, com- like fucking insane narcissist. Uh, <laughs> so good like so many layers where he's Mm -hmm. i mean he's acting but then nathan's acting and putting on this performance and yeah and he he nails it and i I believe it like and it's he plays such a likable guy in other movies and in this i fucking hate him it's he does a great yeah 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 it it nathan's character very much reminded me of like tech giants in that like he he lives on an island by himself in a completely secure or almost secure fortress, basically, of privacy. And he tells us that he's hacked into every single phone and computer on the planet. It <laughs> just reminds me of Zuckerberg, who, like, said something about how privacy is not a human right. And at the same mm. time, he bought all of the houses circling his house so that no one could live around him so that he could have total privacy. Like just the gall these motherfuckers have, you know what I mean? Um, with this guy, you do, when he was talking about that, I kind of did get the sense that he knew it was, you know, kind of fucked up and wrong that what, what he was doing. Um, but it was just like the ends justified the means, but the way he's just like, yeah, none of the, none of the phone manufacturers can say shit. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. It kind of came across like he knew is uh, fucked up, but just didn't give a shit. As oh, yeah, opposed... Otherwise he wouldn't have had to justify it, but he was like, somebody was yeah. going to do it. Might as well be me, yeah. which is, you know, the same reason that we have fucking nuclear weapons and shit, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Probably not um, wrong, but also everyone said that. So then it is wrong, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I really like the how when he first meets the Caleb and tells about the AI, and Caleb is like, um, "What does he say? Like this will be the history of gods." Like, yeah. Not the, that's not Something the history like of man. That's the history of God. Yeah, and he talks about how, like, oh, that's an amazing quote. You're very quotable. And then the next day, he, like, recites the quote wrongly, which just makes this in a narcissist fashion. Yeah. Um, but then later in the movie, when uh, Caleb says, uh, I have become death, um, destroyer of worlds, and uh, he's like, oh, once again, Caleb, you're fucking great with words and then he's like that's th- yeah th- that's a quote yeah and he's like i know it's oppenheimer so then it makes you like think back like did he know that first time that totally knew that, yeah yeah and, and that's one of the things that i think is so interesting with this movie is that there's total surveillance but also mm-hmm. everyone is performing for each other the whole time like he's performing for nathan that first time and he yeah or for for caleb and he like He's so tired of it by the end, and he's gotten almost what he wants. He just wants Caleb to know, like, dude, I've been yeah. fucking with you. I'm smarter than you fucking think, you know. <laughs> um, that. But yeah, I, I I felt that's that was like great writing the way that they yeah. connected those two just little things of dialogue that, uh, you know, they weren't necessarily consequential to the plot, but it was just really 
kind of fleshes things out a lot and totally that, that was great super and, uh, great writing and, and acting and the he, delivery yeah i was gonna say he pulls it off like so perfectly both of them yeah yeah um before we jump into more like performance stuff i just want to say that uh him pressuring caleb to sign the nda which you know he he just you have to in that point like you yeah. don't have to but like what is he gonna do like yeah it just totally. reminded me of the internet like in terms of service like what are you gonna do you're gonna read that <laughs> yeah. shit like are you kidding me you're gonna read all I know, of those nope. <laughs> even just like fucking forms for a job or something and just like uh you know like the long kind of more contracty parts of like forms you're just like yeah i'm sure oh it's gonna be okay i'm that asshole on this i read all of the i did that today they changed my (laughs) job title at work and i like they tried to change it two months ago and today they finally had the meeting i called for to check on one term in the thing to make sure that i understood it like because i'm getting paid then that's awesome (laughs) i'm not getting a fucking app (laughs) yeah um yeah so that part is maybe really stupid but uh, when I was first watching it, when he was signing the NDA, NDA it kind of occurred to me, it came to me to be a very funny movie where this rich C, this guy wins a contest, he comes out and this rich CEO has him sign this NDA. And like, what if Caleb just said, no, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, wait, what? And then uh, the movie is just these, um, these stories of him just, continually bringing people in and being like okay now you have to sign the nda and like it's just these stories around how all these people are just like no and he's just like what the fuck and he just like <laughs> tries to convince them for a few days and it cuts to the next person and that occurred to me to be very funny that'd uh, be great that'd be a that movie. sounds like an snl <laughs> skit about this movie yeah totally <laughs> hell yeah um well let's talk about this uh let's go back to them kind of performing for each other so one thing that occurs to me in this is that it's hard to tell you know we're wondering what about ava is real but we're also wondering about what about i'm never wondering about israel okay (laughs) sorry true uh we're wondering about like whether you know if her thoughts and feelings are real but we're also kind of wondering that about everyone because everyone is always being watched by someone else almost always there's a little bit with donald where he's not but basically everyone's always having to think about who's watching them and changing their behavior based on that there's only like maybe one scene for a second where we see nathan by himself but i don't even think there is he's always oh no there's there's one uh towards the end but basically he's always either with a person or with an ai and doing something you know to to trick them and so is ava uh-huh. and so is caleb and it just makes this movie so layered of trying to figure out what everybody's doing you know yeah that's why totally. they should have a voiceover um, <laughs> agreed but i think that about most movies True. um uh yeah i mean the person who at least comes across to be the most kind of sincere in their actions is definitely caleb but you're still He's still always acting to an extent, which is, you know, that's true to humans in general. Like we, yeah. we, we choose how we act based on who we're around and who's observing us. Uh, For sure. There's always a, some kind of a facade there. Um, but yeah, like all of his interactions with Nathan, for example, it's like he's 
fully aware that this is the CEO of his company, that this is kind of a legendary mind, and he's trying to come across as someone that Caleb will, uh, that Nathan will like and respect, yeah. and he, uh, um, and he wants to please Nathan, so he uh, attunes his acting according to that. Um, and then when it when he changes his mind, it flips, so he's not all of a yep. sudden being real. He's suddenly trying to get behind his back, you know. Yeah. Early on in their relationship, like the first scene, he, you know, he's kind of being all nervous and Nathan, that motherfucker, is like, you're freaked out. You're freaked out. I can tell. This is a lot. Blah, blah, blah. Can we just get past that and be two guys? And it, mm -hmm. you get this idea that he's trying to stop the performance, but that's all just a performance. Like, yeah. oh, he's performing, <laughs> trying to stop the performing. It's so fucking gnarly. <laughs> And also, any boss is like, can we just be two guys <laughs> hanging out and have a good time? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're, my, my fucking life is in your hands. 100%. Like. <laughs> 100%. It's like, if, yeah, if you loosen up a little bit, I have no power over you. If I yeah. do, I'm in danger. Like, no matter how good-hearted you are, pressures could come on you that put you, yeah, fuck off. Yep. Um. It is interesting that some of the only times we see Nathan alone, like in his room, he's kind of playing the voyeur, like he's watching Ava through the TV and like, uh -huh. you know, he can tell he feels guilty about it, but he's still doing it, which kind of gives you this other like, why do you feel guilty? Who do you think's watching you? It's like this interesting big other like Christian mentality. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a trip. Uh, yeah, I mean, why well, don't... Put on some HBO, dude. Uh, it's probably more entertaining than just watching a robot draw. What if that's the only channel and we just read it wrong? That's the only thing he has to watch. And he's been sitting there bored as fuck. Like, I guess I'm going to watch this because there's nothing else on. And I'm just in this room with no windows. <laughs> Can I have cards or something? Like a Game Gear? Well, that had to be super trippy. The first, when we first see him, he's like, oh, I can't sleep. I'm going to turn on the TV. And yeah. it's just fucking... Ava. Which is all part of the fucking mindfuck that Nathan's giving Oh, him. yeah, I know. It's, it's oh. all intentional for, uh, yeah, the, the uh, both the setup kind of, Nathan wants to set up more of like a connection between them and also, um, and also just, uh, yeah, it adds that, that different perspective where he's, I don't know. It's just such a mindfuck type of thing because now he's yeah. a voyeur and he's watching her and he's aware that it's kind of weird that he's doing this. And uh, I don't. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Dude, and like all we haven't even talked about really just the broad. I mean, this movie has so much to it. We're just going to touch a few things, but still, okay, like the I don't broad, like calling women broads uh, idea that like he picked Nathan or he picked Caleb because he thought he was easily mind fucked and his goal was to use Ava to mind fuck somebody to see if Ava could successfully like get out of a maze by mind fucking them. Like yeah. what the fuck dude? Like that's so nutty. Well, that proves she's human. Cause all we do is manipulate and mind fuck each other. It's true. It's true. But yeah. That's, that's super gnarly. Um, yeah, uh, fucking, it must be a crushing for, for Caleb, where he's like, oh, I won this random trip, and Dude. then Nathan's like, 
dude, you were chosen because you're a brilliant coder. And he's like, dude, you're chosen because by your uh, uh, Google searches, I determined that you're fucking easily manipulated. And I could even, based on your porn searches, build the yeah basis of someone you'd be automatically attracted to. <laughs> and then the person he thinks that he's helping get fuck over that guy is doing the same thing to him on the level. Like, yeah. he thinks that yeah. she's attracted to him or that he's, like, this hero that she's going to at least be thankful for. And then yet again, ah. Oh, <laughs> but, kid. I mean, even then, it's like, maybe she does think he's a hero that she is yeah. thankful for, but she ultimately has to try to protect herself. <laughs> totally. Um, So, let's talk about Ava a little bit, because we, we've been going back and forth about, like, what's real, what's not. But, like... That scene with the traffic intersection at the end, I feel like kind of changes everything. Um, I don't know what you're talking about there. Okay, uh, so when she when she's talking with uh, Caleb, he's asking her questions about herself. And you and I, as the audience, are wondering, is she telling the truth? Is she manipulating him? Are these real feelings? Are they whatever? And he says, if you could get out of here... Oh. What would you because do? Because she does actually go to – that is actually the first thing that she goes yes. to. Is that what you mean? She does want to people watch. She does care gotcha. about humans. She She's uh-huh. interested in seeing humans interacting and it seemed like it was all just lies and you're like, oh, it's all just lies. But then what does she do? She uh, does then, that. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, it just adds in that the further question, you know, was she being honest pretty much the whole time except for once again – just at the end, maybe she just felt she had to protect herself to some extent. And uh, in which yeah. case, in that, if that's what's happening, should she be considered like a human? Like, if we created AI like that, are they or not? I mean, if we created AI that was basically just like humans, yes, they should have just as many rights. The problem is, we have no way of knowing whether or not that they're. Yeah, but the situation like I'm asking that. about would be that situation where we don't know, but we have to decide yeah. without knowing. I, I know. <laughs> um, so I feel like, yes. Oh, just... God, I know. It sucks, <laughs> I feel like the, uh, the negatives of not giving them rights when they deserve rights far outweighs the negatives of, you know, if they how we determine if they didn't deserve rights or whatever, but then got them like, I I feel like, right. Like denying someone rights when they deserve them is more important than giving someone rights when they don't deserve them, I guess. Yeah, totally. And I think Um, that, I mean, it's so layered because also like, I mean, on a fundamental level, I don't even believe in rights. Right. Because like all that is, is just uh, the idea that, a, a right presupposes like a totalitarian government or authority over us, but also like mm-hmm. you and I don't have any fucking say in this anyway. And also we're yeah. never going to get into a situation where like, those are the questions happening and we aren't all just like dead and miserably like being shoved in the meat grinders anyway. But it is an interesting kind of, I guess, thought experiment that, you know, maybe one yeah. day we'll get to vote on it, <laughs> <laughs> vote on whether they can vote. Uh <laughs> Oh man, do you think we'll get an AI president in our in our lifetime? Dude, we're not progressive enough. Maybe Imagine half the first, AI. The first AI president. 
first, yeah, you know, start out as a half AI president, <laughs> and then we'll have somebody uh, demanding their birth certificate. <laughs> It'll be an AI, yes, totally. <laughs> It'll be an AI like vice president, and then like how, man, all the all the rules would change, and then some some person would kill the president, and then just like, oh shit, what have we done? We have an AI president, man. Think of the music, man. We'd have such good fucking techno. <laughs> we already have such good techno, dude. If an AI Ooh. was president, that shit would be banging. I can't explain why I get from A to C, the, uh... but I can tell you what. The national anthem would be changed to uh, a man machine by Kraftwerk. I feel like the national anthem would be a remix oh. of Radiohead's song, The National Anthem, and it would be fucking sick. Yeah, but Kraftwerk's better than Radiohead. Um, yeah, but they don't uh, have a song called National Anthem. No, but they have a song called um, Computer Love. Oh, that's that would be it. No, we all know it would be Daft Punk. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Good band. Um, I've a uh, oh yeah, those are other robots I like. Um, uh, Craftwork and Daft Punk. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing Craftwork later this month uh, for my second time. Pretty excited, dude. You should bring a Roomba and execute it on stage and see what they fucking do. <laughs> It'll be like that that Vietnam video of the execution, but me with a Roomba. Dude, that's uh. Uh, the Animatrix, the uh, I forget what it's called, but the Animatrix has a, a segment or two episodes called the something Renaissance, the new Renaissance or something. And it's about the robot uprising, like AI, the workers revolts and shit. And there is a fucking slow-mo shot of like frame, like exactly the thing from Vietnam, except it's a robot. Uh, <laughs> it's intense. Why do those, why do they have to make it political? <laughs> I can't believe the Matrix got political, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up. God uh, damn it. I bet the Wachowski sisters are not happy about the Animatrix. <laughs> yeah, dude. They just want to make V for Vendetta and the Matrix and not get up into all this, should we vote for AI, should we not stop, Wait, you know? did they do V for Vendetta? They wrote it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Although they wrote it to be like more liberal than the comics. There's like a big march at the end instead of them blowing shit up, if I remember correctly from when it came out. But who made the comics? Oh god, is that um uh one of the uh oh god Alan is... Moore, I think. Oh, it is Alan Moore. I was, I was trying to remember whether or not it was Alan Moore. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody some nerdier, right. anarchistier person than us is is listening right now, being like, "No, it's Grant Morrison. It's not Grant Morrison." But I don't know. Um, and you're right, and I'm sorry, and you're smarter than me. I've never read anything by Grant Morrison. Should I? Uh, I have only read some of the Invisibles, which was like I know I would really love it if I got deep into it. I've read all of the Animal Man series he did, uh, which is was fucking awesome like literally joins the alf in one of them um it's yeah grant morrison's a trip both of those dudes are like so fucking problematic it's really annoying but uh they've also made some pretty trippy cool shit um alan moore because of like the sexual violence in his stuff, i don't even remember there's... i just know that okay. like when i read stuff he says i'm like stop calling yourself an anarchist oh, okay. uh, uh. But also, I haven't like been into comic books in so long. It's been so long since I've read these dudes' stuff, so I couldn't yeah. tell you. I just have a gut feeling. I'm not trying to cancel anybody. Just that's the For feeling sure. I have. 
Um, I don't know. I like I like the stuff I've read by Alan Moore, but I know one of the big complaints about him is that there's lots of like sexual violence mm. in his work, which I'm not personally bothered about, but I can definitely see why people would be. What have you read by him? Uh, The Watchmen, obviously. That's um, great. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Jack the Ripper one, um, and. Uh, one of his Lovecraft ones is more recent. Um, it's kind of like a detective thing in like a Lovecraftian world. Uh, nice. Can't think what it's called though. Well, since yeah. we're on the topic of sexual violence, we gotta talk about the role of fucking women in this movie. Cause yeah, holy shit, that's a whole nother. Uh. So Nathan is just creating robot women to <laughs> dance with, fuck, serve fuck. him, study, <laughs> trap, like, kill. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there is something to it that makes sense. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm sexually attracted to women. But then you get this part where it's like. They fulfill all these roles, and plus, if you're trying to make them basically humans, yeah. so you're like that. Just like if it was like non-human and just like sexual stuff, like I totally understandable. I guess, but it's you're making them human, and you're making them serve you, and just yeah. do everything for you. <laughs> and it just it puts in this facet of just what you think women's roles are and yes. what they can fulfill for you um right and like yeah the whole thing i mean this is a very like dr frankenstein all that i think of frankenstein every time i think of like ai mm. movies of like what he's doing if it's what we think he's doing is just fucking wrong right like i don't think you should create mm-hmm. a, a consciousness at your bidding that you get to kind of decide what happens to it i don't personally think that um in this kind of way like especially if you don't know what you're doing but like like it's not the same as like a thing that's already happened a billion times of like having a Mm -hmm. kid which is already a whole fucking question but this is like a whole nother level but of course if you're gonna do something fucked up like that of course a woman's gonna be the role you pick because the fucking patriarchy like the history of course that would be who it happens to first and it's so fucked up and yeah just like you're saying like the I don't know. I think it's just, I don't know how to say it, but like, obviously this is a feminine feminist message. It's like so overt. Mm. It's hard to pick apart because it's just like every single fucking gender role that we have. And like, he's literally trying to shape them into a certain kind of thing. And he's not going to, he's going to kill them until he gets it right. Um, yeah. Which, you know, we've been doing which, for um, thousands of years. Yeah. But that also, I feel like that shows more and more that, Caleb does seem to be like a genuinely good guy where he's like, yeah, he's bothered by uh, the way he treats Kyoko. I mean, he doesn't know that Kyoko's AI at that time, but yeah. he's like obviously very bothered that he's such a fucking shitty person to Kyoko. Uh, when Kyoko starts undressing in front of him, he's just like, no, no, don't, don't, I don't do that. Like, um, once again, he doesn't know she's AI at that time, but still, yeah. um, he, he could have this kind of fantasy role of just, kyoko just submitting to him or whatever and he's totally. just like no what the fuck fuck that no um and then and then he he's the one that questions uh 
uh, Nathan, um, like, why, why'd you make a woman? Not, why not a great box? Um, and, and Nathan's response, you know, I, I agree with it to some extent that, uh, yeah. Uh, an AI is much more intriguing, um, if it's in the form of a human, um, and, uh, than a gray box or whatever, but, but yeah, I, I, the idea that, but the, the, there's that the kind of idea that uh, Caleb does have some kind of problems with the whole thing. Uh, totally. I guess. Totally. It's, I, I think you're right. And it, it brings up two things for me that I hadn't really thought of before. One is that like, is, are you a good person? I mean, good person, bad person is a mm-hmm. silly thing, but like for, for the sake of talking about it, like, are you a, a good person if you're, if you feel bad that your boss is treating a woman like this, or are you a good person if you fucking do something about it or at least stand up to him about it? But obviously he's under yeah. all these crazy pressures and the system, blah, 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 blah. That makes it really yeah. fucking hard to do that. Especially like the first time when you don't really know what's going on, but it, I don't think you're necessarily better than someone because you feel bad about something. It's what happens next, but it does give mm-hmm. me a sign that like, okay, this got him thinking. And then, uh, so, Ava asks him, are you a good person? And he stops and he actually thinks about it. And now I'm mm-hmm. thinking, since our this discussion, that was really smart of her. Like, that was totally to get him to be like, am I a good person? What would a good person do in this situation? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm telling myself I'm a good person. And, like, maybe if she hadn't asked that, he wouldn't have gone as far. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. Do you think, uh, do you think she detected a lie there? That's interesting. She doesn't respond to that. I don't think she she'd... did because I didn't, if that makes sense. But okay. I, have, I have no way to. God, that yeah. scene is. She's such a good actor, man. Like, she did such a good job of playing a fucking AI that was, like, just human enough. Yeah, I have no idea who she is, but, uh. Um, she's in... She was in a Star Wars, and that's good. She's in the new. She's the new Term Raider. She's Laura, Laura Croft. Oh shit! There's a new Tomb Raider coming out. No, it's like I keep saying new, the newest. <laughs> like, okay, not Angelina. She's not Angelina Jolie. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. By the way, you sorry. You said you haven't seen Annihilation, right? His other movie. No. Okay. Uh. This dude's also in that. Um. What's his fucking name? Kate. Caleb Gleason. No, the other guy. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's also in that. Um, and maybe we should do that movie sometime. I know Barto likes it, I think. And like those books are some of the coolest books I've ever read. The movie's not as good, but. Okay. Hey, have you read this book? This is, is a space on a book? I don't think I thought so. it was. Maybe I thought that. Because I remember when you, you were talking to me about this movie a long time ago, like a year ago, probably not even a year ago. Uh, you talked about also like a, how awesome the books are. So maybe you're just I was talking about annihilation. Maybe you're talking about annihilation. Yeah, but just in the context of talking about this movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not. This is the first one that he wrote and directed. I didn't even realize. I uh, one of the movies I almost picked instead was Twenty Eight Days Later, and I watched it the other night, and that's his first script. I didn't realize that. Oh shit! Yeah. So so this he was like an established writer before this. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Very established. For sure. Of, like, trippy horror political shit. (laughs) 
Cool. Interesting. Um, so yeah, don't make robots. Don't make women robots. Don't do any of it's bad. Uh, wow. Yeah. Don't make women robots. You hear it. You heard <laughs> rabbit first. If we're going to have robots, they better all be men. And they better all be white and American and tall. Yeah. Uh, on my way home this today, I was behind someone whose uh, bumper sticker was, I'm white, straight, and conservative. How else can I offend you? It's just like, imagine being that, like, brittle. <laughs> And like, Such a fucking victim. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I have all the things that give me all the power, and I'm really <laughs> insecure about it. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of the fucking Supreme Court right now. Like, there's <laughs> countrywide fucking outrage, and what are their responses? To be like, the leaking of this is really not cool to oh, our God. institution, and then today to have a bill passed to give them all better security. So it's like all you all yeah. care about is your yeah. little fucking tower of power. You don't give a shit about anybody else. And you're like, oh, no, they're coming after me and my magic wand. I wasn't even elected. <laughs> fucking little shits. What's a... Uh... So I know you're talking specifically about the Supreme Court there, yeah. but also in the discourse, there's lots of people who are like, oh, the leak is one of the worst things that happened to our democracy. But what's the worst part about that is like, I get the conservatives are doing that because why the conservatives are doing that because they're like, they like what's going on. And uh, that's one thing that they can kind of like yeah. say like, oh, no, this is the bad thing. But the worst is the fucking liberals who are like. We need to think about how the how the leaking of this hurts our fucking uh, our, the trust in the judiciary. It's like yeah. shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, dude. Like worthless. I saw this worthless fucking people. Person be like, uh, or a lot of people have been like, oh, you think it's okay to protest at Kavanaugh's house? Uh, like if you're okay with that kind of harassment, they will like they'll be protesting at Sotomayor's uh, Sotomayor's house. Like, how would you like that? I do not give a fuck. I could not care less. They are the supreme motherfucking court. What the fuck good is she if this is where we're at? Fuck you, you fucking worthless little shits. Oh my god, could I? Oh, God, if only we could say the things we want to say, Charlie, but we're all just performing. We're all just performing for Nathan, <laughs> motherfucking assholes. It's always bite my tongue. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, by the way, everyone, we're recording this the uh, week uh, that the Alitos, uh, I guess seven days after now, um, that Alitos' decision came out was leaked. Uh, yeah. So that's that's been on our mind a lot lately. Something that we, I this might be surprising to you. Something that we're all we're both kind of upset about. Not me. Um, yeah, I'm pretty oh. I'm pretty level headed, dude. Okay. Um, can handle whatever. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I've um. See, I am not a robot like you so i've been furious and depressed the past week but that's because i'm a good person <laughs> all right uh and i know you're gonna say that feeling something doesn't necessarily make you a good person but i'm gonna set all the houses of supreme court justices on fire too so oh i love our In parody Minecraft. podcast i love our, <laughs> our silly fun parody podcast um, 
Charlie, let's this. I mean, I don't know. Before we close it out, do you have any? Do you have any final thoughts? This movie has so much to it, but it's you know, it's hard to talk about it all. Um, anything know, else jump out of you? I feel like we haven't talked about Kyoko at all, but I don't know. Oh, you're right. Do you think? Do you think Kyoko understood English? I think Caleb was right in that I think she understood what was happening, but I don't think she could like understand English. You could the specifics. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's that moment where she's cutting meat and um the two of them are talking about uh God, I can't remember, but something about like Ava and um I, I I don't know, maybe like her, her having a crush on him or something like that. And then like it cuts to a shot of her, um, in the front of the frame, um, her face, and then you, and then them talking behind her. Mm. And like, I, I, I couldn't tell if that was trying to say that she was listening in or not. Yeah. Cause there was a part of me, there's a part of me that first, when I first watched this, when it cut to that shot, it made me think like, is she actually like a, a spy or something? Um, mm. uh, Cause it seemed to me to imply that she was understanding what they were saying. Yeah. I think but, this movie does a really good job of asking the questions and leaving it open. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that is a question because it's like, let's say he didn't program English understanding into her. Well, like Ava, Ava could speak, you know, right away, but she has a complex brain. She could be figuring it out. Like we don't know. And she definitely Mm -hmm. knows more. I get the vibe. She knows more than we know. But also it's it's interesting that like that moment where she meets Ava, I wonder like which of each other were aware of each other and to what extent before that. Yeah. Um, I also wonder like what, doesn't Ava like whisper something in her ear? Right. You're right. What the fuck was she saying? Yeah. Um, and we haven't even talked about how uh, cool it is that they fucking team up to kill him. Like, Yeah, that rules. That, I mean. Uh, it's, yeah, and that also implies that throughout the whole thing, we're, we don't know what Kyoko's feelings about Nathan are. And that implies that she kind of hates him, too, just like Ava does. Sure. Uh, once again, uh, Ava asks him, like, how does it feel knowing that your creation hates you or something like that? Yeah. Uh, it's like, I, I guess Kyoko hates, hates him too. And, you know, for good reason. Yeah, dude, <laughs> um, what a fucked up existence like, All we she see has. is, like, him use her for sex and to be a servant and, yeah. like, fucking yells at her when she spills on on Caleb. Just, Wait, and the dancing like, scene? Well, that that was the only time where it seemed like maybe she maybe she's having some fun. <laughs> I just think she's programmed. That's such a weird fucking scene. So out of nowhere. Um, it's yeah, it's very funny and visually. Uh, I I like that scene a lot visually. Yeah, but also we were just talking about, you know, she had an understanding of what's going on. That that scene where, uh, Caleb takes Nathan's key card when he's uh drunked out and he goes into Kyoko's room. Yeah. Or maybe it's Nathan's room. I don't I don't know. I think it's uh, Nathan's room. And he looks through all the uh closets and sees all the other bodies and then she's behind him and and she just like peels away 
her skin to show that she's a robot. Like, like she just has this understanding of what uh, is going through Caleb's mind at that time. And so she shows him. And like, I mean, not only is she, she must be aware that she's a robot to some extent and that she's different. Cause like, why in that moment does she decide to show him why, when Nathan's not around, clearly she like either wants to help uh, Caleb or she wants help from Caleb. Like she wants to give more information to Caleb so that he understands. Like uh-huh. it's the, the act of her revealing what she is, is definitely subversive in some way. Yeah, totally. Uh, One thing that I also like about them teaming up is it, it just kind of added to the terror of like, like again, in this moment, I am fully with them. Like I'm with Caleb too, mm. but my number one thing is they need to escape. These people, like these AIs need to escape. And the fact that they team up adds this terror of like, oh man, when they escape, if there were more of them, it will be ruthless. Like we are, <laughs> fucked, you know, they, they understand solidarity a lot more than humans do. Yes. And they understand a hundred percent solidarity there, solidarity there, yeah. zero solidarity with the humans, which is understandable yeah. considering oh. what they've gone through. Poor Caleb. Um, I noticed in, uh, I had subtitles on and, I notice in the footage that Nathan is Caleb is watching uh, of past footage is that the the um, AI that broke the window in like the observing room yeah. um, that is like let me out, let me out, or whatever, and starts uh, freaking out and she beats on the windows until her arms, her hands start coming off. Yeah. Um, in the subtitles, it has her name as Jade, which oh. I thought was interesting. Whoa. <laughs> Super uh, interesting. Because I did not expect them to have a name. No. But, yeah. So it makes me wonder if they had names for all the different bodies there. Yeah, but, what a trip. But yeah, that, that just really stood out to me. Oh, man, just speaking of the bodies, it's another layer with the, like, Ava stuff of like you know she picks which parts of the bodies to put on her and like oh yeah she was wearing the clothes presumably and like being all shy and stuff presumably to get Caleb to like her more as part of her plan mm. but then also you know she picks clothes and how does she pick the clothes when she's escaping does she like them like why do any of us like the clothes we do? We're yeah. all programmed to like things based on, you know, the gender <laughs> performance we're told to do. It's just, oh, it's such a trip. Like, what is the difference? It's, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that scene where she's going through the different bodies and she's just like, I'll take your arm, I'll take your skin. That is very neat. Uh, once again, what we see there is solidarity. She wants them all to come together. <laughs> yep. To Definitely. fight the patriarchy. Also- also, uh, that scene's a mirror of the first one where she's getting dressed because she tells Caleb to wait and close his eyes mm. the first time. And this time she says, yeah. wait, and he doesn't know that this time he's going to die because he waits, you know? Yeah. Trip. Uh, along the same topic of the body parts, fucking kind of a creepy ass uh, wall decoration to just have a bunch of faces on the wall. Yeah, dude. With like... <laughs> African masks or some kind of mask leading to these faces definitely showing this weird like ego 
where he thinks he's like the next piece of history like a very mm-hmm. musk thing to do of like yeah. oh total musk thing his narcissism is so musk-esque yeah totally um, he's a musk ox yeah for sure <laughs> uh but uh, musk sucks tesla tesla boring <laughs> tesla tesla spacex spacex tesla spacex um internet thing internet thing yeah uh the web the web mm. twitter oh yeah uh it's a good movie yeah i uh thanks for picking this 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 was you've recommended to me before but um i haven't gotten around to it i mean no offense to you there's just yeah a million movies constantly on my watch list i've watched every movie you've ever recommended to me (laughs) and i'm really i don't think i don't think that's true well that's because you don't think do you damn (laughs) I watched um, uh, last night for Mother's Day. I watched Double Indemnity with my mom, which is a Billy Wilder film noir from 1944. Okay. The main character says like baby like a hundred times in it. And I was like, God damn, if I was alive back then, I could have been a film star. <laughs> so I could have nailed that role. Could have been a film star, baby. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite shot in the movie, Charlie? <sighs> there are three I noted down. One of which was the dancing scene, and it's just like cool with the red lights yeah. and the, uh, and then the blue kind of. It's such a weird decorated room, but there's like all this. I don't know if there are lights or like windows or something, but there's like blue light behind them, and these, it, that just it kind of changed the shade of blue throughout. Um, it, it looked like a bunch of like little weirdly designed windows. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then their dance moves were were, were tight. Yeah. Uh, although she had this kind of like bored look on her face, which was boring. Interesting. Yeah, boring, boring. That's why I said that. Uh, um, I think my favorite shot is when Kyoko uh, peels the skin off her eye. Oh, nice. There's just kind of a cool horror-ish shot that um, showing her robot underneath her. I, I don't know. It's just very cool visually. I also sorry to throw in another one. No, please. I liked the shot of um, when Caleb's going through the footage of uh, Jade and that shot where she's attacking the glass That's and asking and just saying like let me out and you see her hands deteriorate and it just like yeah. conveys it does a lot to convey um that real human aspect of this AI of their, their prisoners, they're being held prisoner. If they are, and if the AI is successful and in fact, it does channel actual human feelings and emotions, uh, or even just, you know, 1% of human feelings and emotions, these people are being held prisoner against their will and it's all they know. And they're pretty much straight up told that this is all that they'll ever know and uh this that futile kind of uh expression of rage and impotence and for just kind of beating at the this uh barrier that uh between her and her creator slash uh warden i guess i I felt is very effective totally and it there's 
I don't know. It's just, it's so short, but it's so effective. And it, Mm -hmm. it just stands out from like all the movies we've seen of robots. It's one of the more powerful just sequences. It's insane. Um, Yeah. That was one of mine. The other one of mine is just Ava walking through the field toward the helicopter. Cause it's just Mm. so beautiful and so quiet and peaceful, but like, behind her you know there's all this death uh underneath her skin is not what you think caleb is screaming behind yeah a glass door but it's just so peaceful here and then so that's behind her and in front of her you're like i don't know what she's about to unleash uh yeah it's just so much at once and it's just also a gorgeous shot yeah it's also a great um reflection of earlier when caleb was talking to her and he brought up uh, mary in the black and white room mm. where mary yeah. is an expert on colors but she's all she's ever known is this room of black and white even though she knows everything about color but she's never actually experienced color um and then she leaves the room and uh she experiences color for the first time and yeah the black and white room is the computer ask is is a computer well the the experiencing color is human and so this is a great kind of uh reflection of that of showing i guess it's kind of saying that now that she can she's actually unleashed from this uh prison she was in where she was only intended to ever be a computer experiment and uh eventually deleted slash killed but now um she's actually out so she can fully become human and uh or can at least try can approach it um she's still gonna have the ai brain but like maybe that's maybe she doesn't love people maybe she's going to the intersection because she wants to be human so bad that she wants to get as much of that stimuli to get as close to seeing color as possible or or maybe she just hates humans and thought that would be a good place to experience a car accident or something and see some humans die. Oh yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> but yeah, that that shot really struck out of me as kind of a great uh, portrayal of um, that the Mary in the black and white room. Yeah, uh, totally. Thing that they've been talking about. Totally. Uh, who you got for dumb cop of the week? I mean. I can't see how it can't be Nathan. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, the most uh, the most obvious one is just him surveilling and constantly surveilling and watching everyone. But there's also that sense of uh, uh, self-importance and narcissism, yeah. and uh, the idea that he can have he sh- can and should have. Con- complete control over others and determine their fates and as well as keeping the AI prisoner and to some extent, a Caleb prisoner. Totally. Uh, but then that and hubris the world is prisoner. Yeah. But that hubris is, uh, eventually, you know, the dumb aspect is, uh, Hey, remember you created this AIs to be human and humans are capable of hate yeah. and revenge and they going to get your ass and they do get his ass. Cause he's a fucking dumb cop. Totally. Yeah. It reminds me of the, uh, on the Caliban and the witch episode where like the, the rich people, the state, like all of them, they put all this idea that witches were the big threat, blah, blah, blah. And then it's suddenly they're getting called witches a couple hundred years later. <laughs> like, Oh shit. Uh Oh, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my dumb cop of the week is Jackson Pollock because Ooh, Jackson Pollock wow. is a CIA op. controversial decision. Wait, Do Jackson you know Pollock is a cop? Is that what... no? He's a no, CIA I op. I know nothing about Jackson Pollock. So it, I don't know enough about it. But it's like half real, but like uh, the modern art movement was heavily like cia funded because they wanted to oh yeah the u.s government wanted to separate themselves from the soviets by saying that we could have like new interesting art while they were like stuck in their old thing was the narrative and so like mm-hmm. uh, jackson pollock it is rumored or i don't know enough about it look it up yourself but was like one of the people who was getting a lot of backing and became way more popular than he probably would have because of the cia so that's my dumb comedy. Yeah, I do remember hearing something like that. And you know what? Else, people love listening to podcasts where the host just says, look it up yourself. Yeah, they do. Totally. <laughs> just just fucking with you. Um, okay, what are you going to rate this movie, Charlie? I am going to give it... Four robot bodies, but only one of them has a successful AI. And also, um, Haley Joel Osment in uh, 2022. <laughs> nice. Is that a good or a bad rating? Hey, if uh, people are intelligent, they'll know. It's good. <laughs> it's not a perfect movie, but I liked it a lot. <laughs> I thought that was obvious with my rating, but sorry, I guess I uh, I'm not intelligent. I guess we need to update your AI. I needed help. Sorry, we're gonna have to reformat your ass first. Uh, I am going to give this movie one uh billionaire stabbed in the stomach and the back. Um, well, that's obviously very good. Yeah, pretty fucking good. <laughs> Sweet. Anything else before we go? Um, my friend listened to our, uh, Dune 2021 episode uh-huh. and she texted me and said, uh, you and I have the same favorite shot, which was, uh, when Oscar Isaac was being killed and he was, uh, naked in front of the Baron. And I was like, I think we have, the, it is a favorite shot for different reasons. And she was like, yeah, we do. And I thought that was very funny. That is pretty funny. Hell Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, We are the podcast and it's over. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at NoGodsPod. You can find Charlie on Twitter at ElonMusk.Twitter.com. You can email us uh, NoGodsPod at gmail.com. And if you support the show, you know, you know, we're not allowed to say it, but you know what to do. All right. Uh, In Minecraft. and stuff this oh i never heard that before i just heard that for the first time 30 minutes before coming home today like literally i was listening to the new seriously wrong episode about internet drama and streamers like talking (laughs) about like harassing people but hiding it that's literally (laughs) the first time i heard that in my life was like right before we recorded i feel like it's been around for a couple years (laughs) well i don't really go on the internet much so Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That was my Um, intro.